The following is a presentation of Floyd Medical Center. Subscribe today to receive all episodes by searching Floyd Medical Center on iTunes. Hello and welcome to this Floyd podcast. I'm Dan Bevels with Floyd Public Relations. Thanks for joining us for what is actually our first external podcast. We're very happy to be able to use this technology as a tool to share some of the exciting things that are happening, not just at Floyd, but in the healthcare community in Northwest Georgia. And what better way to start our first external podcast than by being joined by Kurt Stunkel, President and CEO of Floyd. Kurt, thanks for spending some time with us. Happy to do it. I know this is a, a very exciting time in the life of Floyd, uh, given the recent announcement uh, about Polk Medical Center. So if you would, just share what transpired earlier this week and what it means for Floyd. Yes, I'm happy to talk about it. This last January, uh, which seemed like so long ago, but it, uh, I guess really in retrospect it didn't, but this last January, uh, I had a piece come in the mail to my office notifying me that the Cedartown Polk Hospital Authority uh, which owns Polk Medical Center, was engaged in a process uh, asking organizations if they might be interested in submitting proposals uh, to lease or purchase uh, the hospital and to build them a new one. And it took me about five seconds to realize that this was an important moment. Uh, for the last 15 years, Polk Medical Center has been under management by HCA and Redmond, uh, on behalf of the Cedartown Polk Hospital Authority, and that 15-year term is up. And the Cedartown Polk Hospital Authority uh, did a lot of research, and they said, you know, out of this new relationship, whoever it's going to be with, uh, we want to get a new hospital, and we want to improve medical care in our community. And it said that this proposal was being sent to interested parties, plural. And so I immediately knew that this was, uh, this was a big moment for us, we have relied upon Polk always being in our medical care catchment area, uh, that when residents from Polk County need medical care, that they would, if they couldn't get that care in their home community, if they needed specialized care, that they'd come to Rome. The statistics have borne that out. I'm probably greater than 95% of the specialty care for Polk County residents is, in fact, delivered in Rome. Uh, if another organization outside of our community uh, were to establish a relationship with Polk Medical Center, a long-term relationship, uh, we could very, very much expect referral patterns to change, and it would have a changing effect on our economic landscape here. You know, not just for Floyd Medical Center, for the whole medical community. It would affect the doctors. It would affect Redmond. It would affect our whole economy because healthcare is the number one uh, economic force uh, in the uh, Floyd County region, and in fact in the entire region, and if there were a dramatic change like a facility or an organization from Atlanta, I mean you can just name some of the systems, uh, Piedmont, Northside, Wellstar, if they had an interest in establishing a new uh, relationship in Polk County, uh, it would change things forever. So I saw this as, uh, as a threat to begin with, and then as we got into it a little bit more, it's both a threat and an opportunity. Uh, it's an opportunity to help the Polk community develop a new uh, medical center, a new hospital, and a chamber of commerce type program. Uh, so we immediately decided that we needed to respond very aggressively, and uh, that's how we put together our proposal. Uh, we wanted to become one of the finalists, and uh, thankfully the, the thought and care we put into it, we were selected as the finalist. Now, Kurt, that leads to a number of questions, which we'll get to, but let's start with what it means for the community and the residents of Polk County. This is significant. Yes. Uh, the Cedartown Polk Hospital Authority did a good job. I mean, they, they uh, 
went through this selection process, and I, I've congratulated them for that. I mean, they listened to good legal advice. Uh, they got a great consulting company to help them. They conducted a very fair and rigorous process. And out of this, they're going to get a brand new hospital, which they haven't had since 1947, 1948. So that, this is a wonderful thing for their community. And this hospital will help them grow the necessary services for their citizens. And that's a good thing. They should grow. Uh, but we wanted them to grow with us. So we, we wanted the opportunity to, to help them grow their medical community as they should and then maintain those relationships for specialty care uh, back here with us in, in Floyd County. So it has a pretty significant impact on the health care that's provided for Polk County. But even beyond that, it also has a pretty significant economic impact on the community also, right? Oh, it absolutely does and will. To attract new businesses, to have economic vitality, a strong medical community is really one of the, the backbones for, for any community to have a, a vital business culture. So not only retaining their hospital, but getting a new one with an attached medical office building and a medical mall complex that we're going to develop with them is going to be big for their community. One of the questions that may come up from folks in Floyd County is, why Polk? Our, our charter is in Floyd. Why was this a move that's beneficial for Floyd? Why? I'm glad you asked that, Dan. 50% of our patients right now come from outside of Floyd County. So we, while our genesis back in 1942, same time frame with when Polk Medical Center was built, uh, while our genesis was to take care of the residents of Floyd County, uh, it's for decades we have been taking care of folks from the entire region. Uh, medical care, as everybody knows, is, is a big part of our local economy. Fifty percent of the patients come from the counties that are immediately around us in, in Floyd County. So we always have to have our eye outward to attract those folks to want to come. I mean, this means jobs. It means jobs uh, for doctors, for nurses, uh, for lab techs, for, for everybody, an all, strata, all strata of uh of professional attainment and, and levels, uh, in addition to the ripple effect that, that you get from economic activity. So we already do reach out beyond Floyd County, and we need to have and maintain our relationship to Polk County, and there was going to be a new hospital down there uh, by one way or the other, and uh, we needed it to be affiliated with Rome. Because ultimately that helps Rome. As you said, it, it keeps that customer base at times coming to Floyd, which, you know, the, any time a patient's at Floyd for any period of time, that's going to benefit the, the economy of Rome, even beyond just Floyd, right? Oh, it absolutely will. Uh, and when people come from outlying counties, uh, they're going to come and spend money in other ways. I mean, it's not just the ripple effect of, of dollars spent on health care. I mean, there's dollars spent in hotels and restaurants sure. and, and various other things. Uh, it's a big part of our economy. And so, you know, for those individuals who think, gee, Floyd Medical Center shouldn't really be involved in out outlying counties, uh, just think about that fact that 50% of the patients are already coming from outlying counties. And if we don't continue to be attractive uh, for patients from outlying counties in terms of our medical care infrastructure, we're going to lose it to somebody else. And we don't need to lose any more industries uh, in, in northwest Georgia. And we don't need somebody in an outlying county to come develop a relationship when we can do that very, very well ourselves. No question about it. While we're on this conversation about economic impact, um, you know, there are all kinds of rumors flying around. And, and one of those uh, seems to center around the tax money that might be taken away from Polk County, which is just an untruth. Before we talk about Polk County, 
Can we talk a second about our status and even in Floyd County? Because I think, you know, there are all kinds of not-for-profit organizations, and, and I think a lot of times our listeners may have a misconception of, of what that means. Uh, so could you talk about our tax relationship with Floyd County? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's something that's frequently misunderstood. I think if you ask the average guy on the street, uh, does Floyd Medical Center get tax support from either the, the city, county, or the state government, they'd probably say, well, yeah, my tax dollars go to support that place. Well, that's just not true. Uh, it's not true at all. Uh, years and years ago, the Floyd County Commission uh, used to give us a payment for some of our indigent care patients. Uh, that went away a long time ago. Uh, in exchange for that, they have agreed to back our bonds, which has been significant. But it's like co-signing on a loan. Floyd Medical Center continues to make the payments. The county commission has never made a payment. They just say, hey, we stand behind Floyd Medical Center uh, to enable them to take advantage of our good credit rating as well. And as long as we continue to be successful, uh, which we plan to be, uh, th there will never be a call upon the county to, to help Floyd Medical Center to meet any of its debt obligations. Never happened, and we plan for it never to happen. And so that this notion that somehow tax revenues are involved in the operation of Floyd Medical Center is just uh, absolutely not true. I mean, we operate based upon our own ability to manage to our revenue flows. And, and our revenues come from patients. When we bill Medicare, Medicaid, commercial insurance, and sure, as a not-for-profit, we take care of the indigent. We take care of 90% of the Floyd County indigent and uh, well over 50% of all of the indigent care. In fact, the number uh, is in the upwards of 80% of the indigent care in the multi-county region. Uh, and we do that because we're not-for-profit, uh, and I often jokingly say that we've cornered the market on the indigent patients. Now we need to have paying patients, commercially insured, Medicare and Medicaid, want to come to us as well. And the good news is, is a lot of them do. And uh, we've got good strategies to for Floyd to remain a provider of choice, both for patients to want to come and physicians to want to admit to us and do surgery at Floyd. Uh, that, that's part of what we have to do to ensure that we're economically viable. Uh, again, I, I hope, wish more people understood that tax dollars do not underwrite Floyd Medical Center in any way, uh, which is probably going to lead to the next topic that we ought to talk about, which is the, the actual bonds themselves. Uh, right now, we've got a little less than $110 million worth of a long-term debt that's uh, backed by the Floyd County government, uh, and all of that $110 million is associated with specific projects. That's, that's one of the rules of not-for-profit long-term bonds, is that they have to be associated with specific projects, and those bonds are all associated with things that happened on the main campus at Floyd. We're getting ready to do another $20 million issue, uh, again, backed by the Floyd County Commission. Uh, and that is directly associated with our already previously announced emergency room expansion, our renovation of our Four East uh, nursing wing, and then some IT projects and some other miscellaneous things. All of our bonds, including the existing or the, the planned $20 million issue, have absolutely nothing to do with Polk Medical Center. In fact, we got all the documents that prove it. So how we finance Polk Medical Center is going to be a topic that we will be tackling now as we move further down the road and finalizing our agreements. Uh, but it will have uh, a totally separate relationship to the bonds that exist now on Floyd Medical Center's books. The long-term debt that will exist on Polk Medical Center's books will be on their books. Of course, they get consolidated, but they are going to have nothing to do with the Floyd County Commission-backed bonds.
So before we leave that conversation, I want to reiterate that the Floyd County has never made a bond payment, that we, we cover that and always have. That's correct. And not only that, but any income that does come in stays, it, it filters back out into the community. It all stays here, unlike some other entities that, that their revenues may be sent to another home office located somewhere else. Well, that's exactly right. As a not-for-profit, our profits, if you will, our, our excess after we pay our expenses uh, are retained for the use of the organization, for furtherance of its mission. Investor-owned facilities, uh, such as HCA owns and Redmond is an investor-owned facilities, uh, their profits uh, go to the benefit of the investors, of the shareholders, of the stockholders. Uh, so that's a fundamental difference between a for-profit company, for-profit hospital, and a not-for-profit hospital such as Floyd. And uh, Polk Medical Center um, is a hospital authority hospital. Uh, they're not-for-profit. However, through their lease arrangement with Redmond, uh, they had to pay a management fee, uh, which went to benefit uh, the investors, the, the shareholders in HCA. Part of our uh, deal with Polk Medical Center, and this is a substantial part of this deal, is that we're not going to charge a management fee. Uh, and all the monies that they ge generate, just as happens in Floyd County with Floyd Medical Center, all the monies that they generate are going to go to benefit uh, the furtherance of health care services in Polk County. Tying all that together, let's address one of the big rumors that surfaced over the last several weeks leading up to this conclusion, and that was that uh, if Floyd takes over the management of Polk Medical Center, the county of Polk and the city of Cedartown will actually lose tax money. And that, again, is just uh, its just a dirty, untrue rumor, correct? Well, that's right. And I guess maybe in the absence of information, sometimes rumors just fly. And this was a confidential process. And the Cedartown uh, Polk Hospital Authority did a good job in making this a confidential process because they got their best deal out of this. Again, I want to go back to the fact that we didn't know how many people had gotten this request for proposal. Uh, as I mentioned, we thought the stakes were too high for us not to respond, so we thought we needed to do everything we could do to win this. We needed to keep it. It's not just for Floyd Medical Center. I mean, certainly that's important, very important, but for the whole economy here, we had to preserve our relationships, and we need to grow with Polk Medical Center and, and Polk County. So in being aggressive to be a finalist, we had to figure out all the things that we thought we needed to do to put together a winning proposal. And one of those key things is the fact, well, if we're not for profit, we don't have to pay taxes. And, you know, one of the features of being not for profit is if you take care of a lot of the indigent, then one of the benefits you get is that you don't pay taxes because, you know, the indigent have no money. Somebody's got to pay for that. So that's one of the counterbalancing things to not for profit status. Well, to win in a proposal process such as the Cedartown Polk Hospital Authority put together, uh, we thought that property taxes and that revenue that both the city of Cedartown and the county of Polk received would be a key issue. And we decided to take that off the table. We decided to pay a payment in lieu of taxes. That's what the, the technical term that they call it, the so-called pilot. It's an acronym, payment in lieu of taxes that we would continue to make the same level of payment and an equivalent amount once a new hospital is built. And as a matter of fact, that's not uncommon. Such things currently happen in, in other communities throughout Georgia when there are these kinds of affiliations. And we thought that was an important thing. And as we got down to the end and uh, really learned what many of the criteria were that caused us to win, they said that was a key criteria. Uh, the fact that we weren't going to charge a management fee 
And then, of course, our overall performance and our, our longstanding presence in Polk County, I mean, those are also criteria. That being said, how would you address someone that might ask you, well, why are you doing that in Polk County, but you, you don't do the same in Floyd? That's a good question. Someone might say, well, gee, why don't you do that in Floyd now? Uh, our charter began in, in Floyd County, and th some people, I think this is another misconception, they say, well, as a regional safety net hospital, uh, we take care of indigent from all over the region. And while that's true, the vast bulk of the indigent care we deliver comes from, guess where? Floyd, Floyd County. County. Sure. Floyd County. So we are taking care of what we were designed to take care of in our charter, which is to provide care for those county residents that just don't have the resources to do it. And in fact, in today's economy, that, that number's going up, up and up and up as we are, as we hover around 10% plus unemployment. So my answer to that would be, we are meeting our mission. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing financially by taking care of the indigent of, of Floyd County. And a payment in lieu of taxes would, would be a, a, a double blow. Uh, now, we're doing it in Polk County for the reasons I described, in order to uh, be competitive in the proposal process and in, in order to ultimately win that and, and keep it within the Floyd family of uh, you know, our economic relationships. This is a transition to uh, another one of the rumors that has been bandied about a bit, and that's this idea that em current employees of Polk Medical Center are going to be out of a job. And again, just not true. That's, that's exactly right. Just not true. And that was a rumor that circulated for a couple weeks leading up to the public announcement. And, you know, you'd like to, to figure out who started that rumor so you can go slap them upside the head because it, it just wasn't true. And it put the uh, Polk Medical Center employees in a, you know, gut-wrenching situation. I mean, am I going to have a job? And uh, that was all just totally unnecessary uh, if somebody started that rumor and fomented the rumor. Again, the process was confidential, so we couldn't comment on it, and that's one of the downsides of a confidential process like this, uh, is that until it becomes public, you can't really respond. And so we're happy now to be able to dispel all of these misconceptions and misunderstandings and misinformation. Uh, all of the Polk County employees, or all of the Polk Medical Center employees, rather, uh, are eligible to keep their jobs. Uh, we need them. And we want them to continue. And so they, they don't need to have any fear of uh, suddenly being uh, with, without a job and not having employment. And they'll retain their jobs at their same rates. Or if the job scales that we have within the Floyd system are higher, uh, they'll go on those higher or payment scales. And their benefit plans, while they'll change, we're going to work very hard to keep them comparable. Uh, and so it's going to be a, a, a good and a seamless transition as we can make it. So just to clarify, uh, there will obviously be a process by which they apply to work for Floyd because they are transitioning from one organization to, to another. But if they choose to apply, you've gone on record saying all Polk Medical Center employees will retain their positions. That's right. So it's nice to put some of those rumors to rest and, and hopefully ease some minds. So in, in summary, Kurt, how, how would you wrap it up? Well, it, it's a big day for Floyd Medical Center, but I think it's a big day also for uh, our entire medical community and for po certainly Polk County and Polk Medical Center. Uh, we've accomplished a, a lot of things in becoming the finalist as we move towards the definitive agreements and taking over operations with a lease on January 1st. Uh, we've maintained our relationship 
uh, with the very important county in our service area. Uh, we're no longer at risk of losing that by someone else coming down there building a hospital. I mean, that means jobs. That, that means economic vitality. So that, that's a huge win for us here in Floyd County. It's a huge win for Polk County. They're getting a new hospital, and they're getting a relationship uh, with an organization with whom they've already got a relationship. So they're, they're not having to establish something new, and I think that was a, also a key thing in, in, in their decision process. The fact that Floyd Medical Center's been down there for years, we've got nine doctors down there that we employ, more than anybody else. We've got two urgent care centers. We've got two physician offices. Uh, we have EMS services. Uh, we've got uh, outpatient rehab. We provide hospice care. Uh, we've got relationships through our sports medicine program with area high schools. I think the fact that we have been down there, we're a trusted partner, and the aggressiveness of our proposal made them say, yeah, that's who we want to be married with. And as we end up starting January the 1st, uh, it begins a new relationship. It's not Polk and Floyd, us and them, we're together. We've embraced one another, and uh, we're going to be together as one system. Their new board down there is going to have six members from the Polk community because we want it to be locally led and governed. But we'll have three members down there on the nine-member boards. There's six plus our three. And then we're going to take two people off of their six and put them on our Floyd system board because we want them to feel a part of all the decision-making that we enter into for the good of the system, not just Polk County, but all of the counties that we serve uh, as we all strive together to meet our mission. Well, Kirk, congratulations. Uh, you, you mentioned the other day in your comments that uh, you believe that one day the, the citizens of Polk County will look back and recognize this as a great day in the history of, of Polk County and the, certainly as it relates to the health care. And uh, I think we could go even further and say Northwest Georgia as a whole. Um, I think that's a fair statement. So congratulations. It was an exciting day. And I know there's a lot of work to come, uh, but it's, uh, right. it's going to be fun. Well, it will be. Uh, when January 1st comes, uh, we will have done a lot of work to get the transition done and in place. That will be a big day. But then it's going to really be a fun day in, in two, three, four years from now uh, when we're all standing there together cutting the ribbon on this brand new hospital. Uh, it will be an exciting day for everybody. Well, thanks very much for spending some time talking about it. Really My pleasure. To. Well, thank you very much for joining us for this Floyd podcast. We look forward to bringing you more of these throughout uh, the coming months. You can always search Floyd Medical Center on iTunes and uh, stay up to date on everything that's happening here. Until next time, I'm Dan Bevels from Floyd Public Relations. Thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Floyd Medical Center. Unauthorized use or reproduction is strictly prohibited. If you have questions or would like to suggest a topic, contact us at greenlink at floyd.org. Thank you for listening.